You're very welcome to the latest edition of Tree Talk, episode 209, with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Yet another busy weekend for us to look back on. We had three county finals. Uh, we had two Munster finals, which unfortunately didn't go uh, in the, in the favour of the Limerick sides. We have more Munster action this weekend. We have AIB Munster Club, and we have a Munster final for a day. And we're going to Start by looking back on the All-Stars because we, we briefed over it last week. So stay tuned for all that and more. The impression the game we get all with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about him. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody. How are you, Matt? How are you feeling on this uh, Wednesday afternoon? Is uh, it dreary? It's dreary, Jack. It's it, it, it's dreary, but you know, um, I suppose our domestic season is is rapidly coming to a close, um, and I suppose we saw the last of the adult county finals bar one. At the weekend, we still have the outstanding intermediate hurling championship final, which is on the first weekend of December, December. Um, between the Pearshig and Croke, Kilfinney and Valley Grand. But um, a progression to the Munster Championship doesn't go with that particular competition. And I suppose it's something that, that you know, w- without wanting to digress too much at this early stage, Jack, of, of our conversation, um, Limerick County Board would probably have to look at it because there has been restructuring done in 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 Tipperary and in Cork. Um, a restructuring that has seen Bally Giblin, who were Munster Junior A champions last year, and narrowly beaten by a late point in the in the All Ireland final. We have seen him back in the Junior A, back in the Junior competition again this year because um, in Cork they introduced a layer. They were they were playing junior. Um, junior A, and they introduced um, a layer, the equivalent to um, Premier Junior A. So um, I think it's something that, that Limerick will have to look at. Um, now, I suppose competing in, in Munster isn't the be-all and end-all, but um, certainly you don't want our clubs um, to be going into Munster competition with uh, at a disadvantage. So... Mm. Um, I, I think that that, that that can be a compelling case made um, for a restructuring. And um, it, 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 it might mean for some clubs that are currently intermediate being redesignated as junior. Um, but look, it, 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 it's all for the good of hurling in the county. and, and um, But obviously that's for another day and that's, that's a matter for the powers that be. But I suppose, Jack, we, 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 we have to... Um, we have to congratulate the powers that be in our county. Um, despite Limerick's involvement right up to the All-Ireland final, um, they have completed um, their competitions in, in very, very good time and and um, have, have met the deadlines comfortably. The only one that was a small bit tight, I suppose, was 
the Premier Junior A Football Championship, where, where we see um, Castlemahan fresh from their victory in the final last Sunday, being out again this Saturday in the Munster Championship. But by God, I think we have we uh, the board, the county board, and the, the fixtures committee, and everybody involved uh, have have done a fantastic job in ensuring that, for the most part, that our our clubs post county final victories are getting a decent bit of space to you know to regroup and 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 um, and and prepare for the Munster Championship. And um, so I, I I I would say well done. But again, I. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm seriously when I think about uh, when I speak about um, restructuring and um, speaking to a, a lot of people around the county now. Not that there's mixed views in it, Jack. There are mixed views. Make no mistake about it. But um, um, I, I, I think the situation with Bally Giblin has helped to crystallise, um, uh, you know, and um, uh, sort of unveil the disadvantage. That Limerick clubs, particularly in the Junior Club Championship, hurling championship, are at, and um, it, it may be something that the county board will look at between this and 2023. Yeah, the, the Junior Championship has been notoriously difficult to get out of. We we saw what Caroline to go through last year, and Kieran's this year. In fairness, bounce back, and we will get into that match. Um, we three well, county It's amazing that you should say that now because I'm I'm around an awful lot longer than you. And and um, uh, you know the the, the the esteem in which the Junior A Championship was held in was absolutely phenomenal. A very very close second to to the Senior Hurling Championship, and and there is more than a residue of that respect and esteem for the Junior A Championship. And I I, I saw it there last um, uh, last Saturday when I was out at the county final between St Kieran's and Drum Bradford. Um, it, it 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 is a competition that you know. It garners an awful lot of respect from from the, the Limerick hurling public, like you know, and nothing has changed in it, Jack. In so far as the point that you made there about so hard to get out of it, it was always damn hard to get out of it. And of course, the prize for getting out of it in, in the old days, Jack, was that immediate progression to senior. But mm. of course, um, it, it, it there, there there are now three two tiers between it and senior, and there's three tiers between it and and senior A, so but you would think that it would have fallen down in terms of esteem, but no, it hasn't. Um, it hasn't. It, it, it hasn't lost its appeal. Um, and we'll be talking about the actual game later. But um, yeah, I thought it was a very jo- enjoyable occasion um, last Saturday at the county final. Yeah, well, we had three county champions crowned weekend, Newcastle. In the senior football, Castleman and Premier Junior and St. Kieran's, as we said. In the Junior Hurling, we will get into all those games. We have we have the Munster Finals for Mona Gay and Ula to look back on. Adair have a Munster Final this weekend in Komogi. We also have the Limerick Senior Komogi Finals. And we have the start of the Munster Championships for Napiershik and Castleman, as you mentioned. Before we get into all that, um, the All-Stars are on, I suppose, 10 or 12 days ago at this stage. We went through briefly last week with, with Liam and Niall and we were talking about their book, Illustrated Tales of the Terrace. But looking back in the episode, we didn't spend enough time, I suppose, reflecting. We spent a share of time talking about Sean Finn and William Dunhu and missing out. And we will get to that. But Dermot Burns, you know, not only to win her of the year, but to, to set records on the way to do it as a defender 
he's coming from the same club as Keen Lynch and Aaron Galan, who will take so many plaudits for their skill up front. But, you know, from start to finish, Dermot Burns was, you know, a key leader in the Limerick team, one of the best. Now, I did say Barry Nash would have been as equally deserving as Dermot, but Dermot did get the award. But I think it's important to reflect on what was really an incredible year for Dermot. And, you know, I think he was really looking 18 to miss out on an all-star. He's got three in a row now. He's got four All-Irelands, four Munster medals. He captain Limerick to 21's All-Ireland. Um, you know, not only for this year, but it's a, it's it caps, not caps, but another exclamation on a really brilliant career so far for Dermot Burns. Yeah, Jack, and um, I I would not like to focus in too much on, on 2022 other, other than to say that any accolades that came his way in 2022 were, were richly deserved. But Jack, the contribution of Dermot Burns to the Limerick Odyssey, to the Limerick success story, has been absolutely simply phenomenal. And you've charted it there. And it goes all the way back to 2015, when, when he captained uh, that team managed by John Kiley um, to an All-Ireland under-21 success. And in, in fairness to most supporters in Limerick at the time, Jack, they probably didn't see it coming. Now, there was, a, there was a pool of players there um, from the 2013 and 2014 minor teams, of which Dermot wasn't a member. But, you know, with a whole raft of players uh, coming through, you, you needed a special leader um, in that particular year if you were to take him to the next level. And by God, did he do it. And, um, of course, his record since has been phenomenal. Um, three All-Stars, which which to me is a little bit, is, is, is not full recognition, um, I would mm. say. Four All-Irelands, four Munster medals, two league medals, central to the whole act. And then his performances in 20, 2022, you know, they were, at, they were at a new level, Jack, complete new level. And, um, you, you know, it, 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 it is one decision of, um, I know it was voted on by his peers, but it, it is one decision that I could not uh, for a second disagree with. Now, Barry Nash in 2022 had very strong claims to be hurler of the year. Absolutely fantastic for Limerick. And translated that type of form into um, his performances with South Liberties. Yeah, of and was one, was one of the mainstays in South Liberties getting breaking the glass ceiling and getting through um, as the first B team um, to qualify for the for the for beating A team in the in the the format of the senior hurling championship as it presently stands, and um, uh, I know um, it, it it may not have ended as they would have hoped it ended in that game against Napierci, um, but we have spoken about the prowess of Napierci um, since and in before and after in the aftermath of the, of the county final. But he, he, he was a very, very worthy contender. But look, it, it, it tapped his congratulations to Dermot Burns. And um, uh, you'd have to say absolutely nothing more than he deserved. Definitely not. Um, you know, I know sending your first six points from wing back. And a lot of them came at very, very important times. And his score against Kilkenny really stands out. Um, caught an old Murphy puck out and straight over the bar. And I think it really sent a real message that you know, this Limerick team were, were, were really ready and primed to complete that three in a row. As you mentioned, Barry Nash would have been equally deserving 
I think Declan Hannon, you know, had a, had a really special year. And seven All Stars again, like we said last week, is an indication of where Limerick are. We spent an awful long number of years. If you got four or five nominations, you'd be delighted. Not alone seven actually chosen on the team. Um, but there's always going to be some sort of I I don't know um dispute with it. And I think Sean Finn and William Dunhu in particular are um. Are hard done by, but I think at the end of the day, and, big... and possibly and possibly Seamus Flanagan. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm slightly I'm I'm slightly perplexed, Jack, which is very easy to perplex a simple mind. But um, what I cannot reconcile is you win two in a row, you get twelve all stars, you win three in a row, and you get seven. I think it just goes so, by a year by year I know, basis. I, and... I, I know I know it doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. but um. Um, you know, I, I have been in the past, in the past, um, very, very critical of the All Stars, uh, particularly um, uh, the fact that Nicky Quaid now, thanks be to God, he's two All Stars, but um, it, 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 it's less than he deserves, and I, I, I will argue it with anybody. Um, but as I said, my criticism hasn't moved very far, Jack. It has remained. It's gone from number one to number two. And nobody will convince me or go anywhere towards convincing me that the best cornerback in, in Ireland in 2022 was Sean Finn. Absolutely outstanding, Mr. Consistency. And he sent home from Dublin without an all-star. Distress. Yeah, I think there's no doubt that Sean Finn is the best cornerback in the game. I think William Nunu is the best midfielder in the game. I don't think there's any dispute in that. But, um, you know, to be fair, Mikey Butler was good. He wasn't Sean Finn's level, but I suppose... Um, voter fatigue comes into it and I um, heart back to basketball sometimes and I don't know if you watch basketball at all but LeBron James was the best basketball player in the world for 10-12 years but after a while he stopped winning the most valuable player award because he had gotten so many of them I think Sean Finn kind of suffers from that as well that uh, you kind of underappreciate I know Limerick don't underappreciate him at all but I think voters do to an extent and they like to give someone else an award and that's fair enough but I think Sean Finn is still the best in in the country. I think that's fair to say. You, you, you know, you're you're talking about these guys, Jack, and 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 um, you know, they they reach the dizzy heights in 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 of completing three in a row in July in Croke Park, and they would be excused, and you would excuse them, and um, you know, if 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 their performance has slipped somewhat when they went back to their clubs. Not a bit of it, Jack. This this just tells you the type of guys that they are. Like Sean Finn was outstanding for Ruff. I thought outstanding in the county final. We saw the performance of Willem Wood in the county final. You know, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Like these 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 guys are, are role models, Jack, in the way they go about their business. And um I I, I think those two are extremely unlucky. No, we didn't select Willem O'Donoghue on the team, our team, when we were predicting it, because we were second-guessing. Um, we were second-guessing the geniuses that were, that were selecting it. You know, and we, 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 we probably got that right. But it doesn't yeah. mean, the fact that we crystal balled and got it right doesn't mean it is right. Yeah, 100%. And, I, oh. I, I, and what annoyed me about, what annoyed me a bit about the All-Stars this year they were eulogizing the monster final. 
from start to finish, the great Munster final that we had this year. And a man scores eight points from today and he doesn't get an all-star. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I actually watched back that Munster final on the Bank Holiday Monday. Um, <laughs> you can see why they were eulogising. But it looked as a, there's a case you made for a lot of players. Um, there's a case you made for players that weren't even nominated. But, um, you know, look, you'll, you'll take seven at the end of the day. Um, first and foremost, it's all about Lee McCarthy. We'll take seven because we don't have a choice, Jack. That's yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, and the players will say it as well. It's all about that Lee McCarthy and that Celtic cross medal, and they they picked up a fourth one, a third in a row, and, and that's that is the main yeah, thing. And that's, yeah, that's that's that that's that's the main one. But the kudos that go with that achievement should, uh, the laurels should rest where they belong. I think. And I, I, that's that's my saying it. No more all stars until uh, hurling all stars until um, uh, until um, twelve months time if we're still around. And um, um, there, there will be a vague reference to football all stars coming up shortly. Yeah. Um, look, that I think the main thing was that we wanted to, I suppose, say that Daryl Burns thoroughly deserving of his award. And we kind of brushed over it last week, but you know. Totally deserving of his award. Fair play to Patrick Swell. That's two All Stars now, or two hundred years in the parish. If Limerick had got over the line ninety six, probably would have been three between Kira Gary and Gary Kirby as well. It's incredible feat. I think Ballyhale is the only other team to keep an All or keep a hundred year in the same parish um, with TJ Reid and, and, and Hendershot. I think I could be wrong, but anyways, moving on from the All Stars, Matt, we had three county finals at the weekend. Um, I suppose the, the pinnacle of the weekend was that senior final. Um, I was watching it from Disneyland in Paris, uh, listening to, to Tom and Billy Lee, who was very insightful, and we will have Billy on the show at some stage. But Adair made Newcastle work for their back-to-back. Um, you know, it, it looked to be Adair's, closing in on the final whistle, and you had earmarked Darren O'Doherty a lot this year, that he was having a real standout year for Newcastle. And, you know, you could see the number three jersey pop up for that crucial score. Um, a brilliant ball from Thomas Quilligan. A dangerous ball that, you know, it, it took a lot of courage for, for Thomas to hit it, but he did. Went over the bar. And in extra time then, you know, Newcastle showed while they were champions. But really, first and foremost, you know, Adair, who were out, arguably their best player, but four guaranteed starters in Owen Ryan, Owen Costello, Gareth Sparrow, and, of course, Hugh Burke. You know, to bring to bring Newcastle the extra time and to have a defeat snatched away like that it would have been a, a bitter pill to swallow. It would, Jack. I, I hope you enjoyed Paris anyway, Jack, because I can only afford to go to Kilpin. And so, you know, well done, I say to you anyway, you know. But, um, yeah, Jack, I, that, 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 Jack, there's no sugarcoating of this. This was a disappointing final. And we spoke at nauseam and, you know, the narrative through the, the through um, uh, in the lead up to the final, and there was an acceptance on both sides that they ne- really needed to step up on last year's final. And for a long time uh, during this game, it was vying with last year's final. Now, which one of them was was the poorer? Yeah. Now, I I think there's something feeding into this, Jack. Um, these teams have become very very familiar over the last couple of years. Um, the, that that's three county finals now, isn't it? They've met two two semifinals. Yeah. Am I right? Or, yeah. Uh, and, three finals, one and, semi, one quarter. 
yeah, one semi, one quad. But um, like they, 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 they are they over familiar? Um, I, 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 I think both sides were so cautious that they were afraid to make a mistake. Now, I, I concur with you totally. Um, with, 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 um, what you, what you, what you've said about it there, the achievement of an injury ravaged there, um, in, in pushing it to the very, very limit. And you must remember, Jack, you named the four players that, 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 that were absent. Davy Lyons went off after 12 minutes. Yeah. And you know, you know what Davy brings to the table as far as Adair is concerned. You know, mm. a former Limerick player and really, really one of the heart and soul, one of the pulses of the Adair team. So that, that that puts it into context, but I suppose it'll give you a sense of the resilience of Adair, like that, you know, when Mike McMahon got that goal and 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 um, Newcastle West added a point and went four points clear um, in in the first quarter, um, it it looked as if it was going to be Newcastle West day, and um, uh, I, I I thought maybe um, for. Um, for a while after that, um, you know, I thought Newcastle West, um, really, they didn't press hard enough, I thought, Jack. They didn't press forward hard enough because they obviously had had a dare and retreat at that stage. And, um, like, they didn't seek to, seek to, to um, you know, to make it tell. They didn't see, seek to try and find a nearly killer blow. And so a dare hung in there and... Um, you know, when they got the penalty just before halftime, which was clinically finished by 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 Robbie Burke, it was suddenly game on. And we 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 saw then in the second half where he took it there. Was it eleven or twelve minutes um, to get a score? And they got it to Willie Griffin. And it was, it was interesting. You know, um, I I had the discussion about about Willie Griffin um, on semi final day in in particular. You know that. Um, about wondering about him as a footballer. Now he got a point in the semi-final. Now he got a point again um, last last Sunday. But crucially, Jack, he was the architect of Shane O'Connor's goal, which really, really put the cat among the pigeons and really, really put it up to him and really, really put it up to Newcastle West. And for five minutes or so, seven or eight minutes, their their crown looked very 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 shaky, but Jack in in big games and they, they, this this was my summation of it throughout the game, um, and on days like that when it when it, when it, when it, when situation is tight games are on the balance little between the teams you need leaders, and as I said I'd be referring to um. Uh, I'd be briefly referring to All Stars again. If anybody was in any doubt as to why Keane Sheehan um, was nominated for um, an All Star, then look back at the county final. And the same goes the same goes for Ian Corbett. Here were men that stood up um, and throwing big Mike Mack. You, you know who um, Mike Mack? Um, he was he got his goal, Jack. He was well policed by David Connolly. And um, uh, Newcastle West um, tried uh, to use him as 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 um, a focal point early on. Um, when David Connolly seemed to be getting the better of it, they tried to arrange it around. But at crucial stages, he came back out the field. And who will ever forget Jack the Mark 
that Big Mike made in front of his own goal in the last, literally the last seconds of extra time, you know. And um, you, you had these fellas standing up and, and um, you had you had guys like, um, you mentioned Dan the Harty, you know, who I, who's had a very, very good season. Mick O'Keefe at cornerback, excellent. You know, they had, they had these type of guys. I put it to you, they had more leaders on the field than Adair. But Adair had one superb leader, their captain, Shane Doherty. He was absolutely magnificent at centre-back. But I think at the end of the day, if you could argue that the team that deserved it, Jack, won it. And um, eh, whether there was a bit of pressure on Adair, on, on, on Newcastle West, this whole thing that um, about two in a row and all that sort of a thing. Now, although I, I, I in, in the lead up to it and speaking to him during the year, and you were speaking to him as well quite often, Jimmy Lee tried to diffuse that notion. But it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. Um, but look, they, 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 they got over the line. Um, it's now back-to-back titles for Newcastle West. Um, I think they were worthy winners on the day. Um, yeah. Were they at full strength? You know, it's a matter of conjecture as to what might have happened. Um, but um, in, in terms of... It, it, it's, a, it's a game that certainly, you know, has no claims to go into um, a library of football classics. Um, no. It, yeah. It, uh, I, I suppose a bit of action in extra time, a bit of intensity in extra time, probably rescued it and took it above in the uh, took it above last year's final in the standings. But that that is all. But I have the sense that there is too much familiarity between these teams, and that their their, their approach to each other has been so cautious, and um, they're afraid to make mistakes, and that might be feeding in to to, to the type of games that we're getting in because. We have seen, we have seen in the respect of semi-finals, Jack, that when it comes to playing football, there is more football in both of those sides. I was hugely impressed with with um, with um, Newcastle West in the semi-final because they got a real, real test from 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 Mona Lean. And as I was saying to some of the, the Newcastle West connections afterwards, they probably got the ideal test in that they were made force fight fight to the very last ball to get it. I was hugely impressed as well with 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 um with a dare, because like let's face it, Father Casey's came with all guns blazing, and Father yeah. Casey's came as one of the real forum team in terms of forum in the lead up to that those semi-finals. Um, in Newcastle, um, even though they had lost one game and Adair hadn't lost any, um, you know, in the farm stakes, um, uh, Father Casey's were much the better and. It seemed to be playing out that way when they got three points in the first five minutes. But after that, the, 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 the Father Casey's challenge imploded. It imploded because of the patience of a dare, the quality of a dare, the experience of a dare, who dug it out and then went and 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 won the game. So I I I'm I'm, I'm convinced anyway that we, we didn't see um, the best. Of both sides in Sunday's county final, and 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 I believe um, a lot of it is due, to, is down to over familiarity, Jack. Yeah, they do know each other inside out, and I suppose they know that if they let the other one attack with space, that they'll they'll create 
create trouble and they'll score because they do put up uh, like big scores in relation to Liverpool football. So they do cancel each other out. But Mike McMahon has so often been the difference for Newcastle. I know we played him in, in 19 and we were winning by, I think it was three points with about 10 to play. And Mike came on and totally changed the game, got a goal, a couple of points last year. I think he was meant to match in the final as well, kicked three points from play. He got one and three the last last day against the Dare, and he's nearly thirty eight. You know, he's he's shown that there is there is that space for an older lad, and he, like you know, the, the he condition won't, he's he won't in. Appreciate that from you now, Jack. I don't know, Willie, but like the condition he is in, he's obviously putting in huge effort. Um, like he's serious, Nick. In fairness, in fairness, I know he does a lot of a lot of training in the gym, and it's shown in the field. But he's well able to kick it as well. You know, it, it's one thing to win your mark. But to be able to kick it over is the other one. And you mentioned the defensive one, I think, was the standout play of the day. And to be fair, when Robbie hit it, you were saying this can go anywhere, but you can kind of see Mike creeping up above everyone else. And there was no there was no fear of him dropping that ball or someone winning it over him. It was clear as day. He was going to win it. And he won the day for the past, I think I think it's fair to say. Yeah, um, he, he, you know, he, he, he probably protested he is for some time, but he certainly is, is, is becoming... Um, uh, Newcastle West tally, talisman at this stage, right? Because, as I said in the final, he did it at both ends of the field. Oh, 100 percent. And um, on Mike McMahon, I was in. I was just about to see the Mona Lisa on Monday morning. I got a notification from Twitter. It was Ian Corbett with um. He had cropped Mike Mack's face onto Michael Jordan, and it's a well-known clip from the Last Dance. And he says, "I took that personally," and I had said. After we beat by the Landers in the first round, that Darren was the best player in the championship, and Darren was unreal for us all year. But it was it was a good reply from Ian, and you know, to be fair to Mike, he probably was the standout player in the championship. We'll go through all that, you know, as we when when the games are finished and once are done, we can look back in the championships and pick our our best team and our best players. But well done to Newcastle, you know, they've they've tried and failed before to go back to back, and they've finally done it. And it, looking at it there. You'd, you'd say straight away that it'll probably be the final again next year. But well, that's all for, for next year. Newcastle will play either Clanmel or... Um, go on. I'm more Rangers. Well, you, you're absolutely correct, Jack. Um, you know, the pointers are that it's going to be more of the same next year and possibly uh, the same final for a third year in a row. Yeah, but I suppose that's, um, that's, that's all way down the line. Um, we'll see. Will we get that? If, but... if, if there was positivity to come out of it from their point of view, and I suppose they wanted, you know, um, their, their thoughts after the final um, will be one, you know, that um, of disappointment. But when they reflect in the fullness of time and, 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 and see that the impact that the four could have made and to see that the extra options they have got by the people that came in and got huge, valuable game time. I'm talking about the like of Josh Toomey, John Sweeney and these th- people who probably wouldn't have who probably wouldn't have been in the side where everybody fit and well, these are no options. And the guys that are coming back will have to fight for that basis. Yeah, it, look, obviously Adair will have want, wanted to win, but it gives them a great base next year, as you said, that they win toe-to-toe with the champions without a number of key players. They'll hope to have all those players back next year and they've blooded a few more lads that it'll probably be, you know, Newcastle, Adair and everyone else in trying to, to catch them in Limerick football. But Newcastle West are back-to-back champions. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully Ballystein. But um, as we said, Newcastle will play either Nemo Rangers or Clanmel in a Munster semi-final. Last year they got the final, so 
they do have that a bit of experience, but look into that game. That game is none for another, I think it's three weeks at this stage. It's not this weekend or the weekend after um, the weekend of no, the 20th. It's, 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 it's out on the month. It's something like next Sunday, two weeks, Jack. Yeah, the 26th or 27th. It'll be on that yeah. weekend. But um, yeah, that is that is Newcastle in the Premier Junior Championship. Now, neither of us were there. Um, obviously, you couldn't go to the both games on the Sunday. But Castleman were very dominant over their near neighbours, Fianna Kilmeady, uh, finished 3-10 to 7 in Tornafulla. Pretty much one-way traffic from start to finish. I know you had someone at the game and you're, you're well acquainted with it, but um, I suppose for Fina, a step too far after winning the lower junior last year. For Castleman, it's probably back to the level they feel they're at. You know, it's not that long ago since they were in an intermediate semi-final, so they'll feel like they, they belong um, back in that level. Firstly, on the game at three ten to seven, as I said, tells its own story. It does, from what I'm hearing, Jack. Um, it, it, it is pretty reflective of of, of the game. But um, uh, Fina gave it a good shot, in the, particularly in the first half. But um, eventually became overpowered. But um, we, we we shouldn't detract or take for one minute from. Um, Fina getting to this stage of the competition, which is fantastic. I think we chronicled in detail last year, last week, um, how they came to be where they were, you know. And it's it's it, it, it's um it's it, it, it's a rise from the ashes, really, you know. Um, um they, they they've come from not fielding a team in football about six years ago to the threshold of intermediate football, you know. Full marks and full credit has to go to him. But as I was saying last week, I I, I would have thought that um, Castle Mahan would have seen this as their destiny to um to go back up to intermediate, where, as you rightly pointed out, I think it was in 2016 they lost the semi-final to um to um St. Sennans after a replay, you know, and slipped down to Jonah like water through a sieve. The following year, losing the relegation playoff final to Prof, a game that I was out at, and which they were very strongly fancied to win, were comprehensively beaten. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I think welcome back to inter- to um, intermediate football for Kesselman. Um, I, 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 it's notable, of course, that um, among the Kesselman team was Seamus Flanagan. Um, yeah, I saw that. Sorry. Who, Picking up a county football medal and scoring two points on the way, he scored eight in the Munster final. May I remind you? But um, <laughs> uh, he, he he scored two points, and um, I, I'm told, um, Jack, from a couple of sources, that he is no mean exponent of the big ball code. That he yeah. is quite a useful quite a useful footballer. But of course, he's a fit man, he's a big man, and he's a sportsman, and he's very athletic. So. Um, it, it is no surprise, but it's worth noting that that um, that, that, that Seamus was was a part of that team. And um, congratulations to Castle Mahan. They have a very very quick turnaround, and we'll be talking about it in a minute. They're out again at the weekend, um, in the in the Munster Championship. And um, I, you know, I, I I don't think they have much to worry about going into the Munster Championship or going into the first round of the Munster Championship. They've been there before, and. Um, we we, we, we we look at what they did when they were there before when the time comes and if shortly we move on to that. Yeah, um we will finish off our review of the county finals before we get into this weekend's monster action. But 
again, well done to, to Castleman. And I suppose to Rafina, we say it every week, there's ample, like, I suppose, um, examples of teams losing the final and come back the following year. So there'll be another team that goes into that list of looking to make amends for a previous year's loss. Mm-hmm. And one of those teams is St. Cairns, you know, 2021. Caroline just edged them in a, in a tight junior A final. But from the very start of the year, I think St. Kieran's really laid out a marker that they were not only, it's not a case of we're in the final last year, we'll take for granted. They were much improved this year from the start of the year, set their stall out, won every game all year. Um, and, you know, we you had said about the importance of the junior championship but it's as good as a run in a junior championship as you're likely to see, Matt. You know, um, five wins in the group, quarterfinal win, semifinal win, final win, eight from eight. You know, the perfect season for St. Kieran's. Yeah, and um, I, I've seen them in the semifinal and 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 in the final. And um, um, my overriding thoughts about it were, and I think I made them clear here last week, that I thought in the semifinal against Khalidi, that I saw measurable improvement on, on the St. Kieran's team that were beaten in the county final last year, and which I had seen in, I think it was in the, I saw them in the either semi-final or the quarter-final against Doom, but um, I, I, I thought there was measurable improvement in them this year, and that's the way it transpired. Now, I was beginning to pinch myself at half-time in the county final and saying to myself, um, am I losing it, or am I gone half-mad, you know, Um when, when, when they were trailing by four points at half time. And Jackie, to be brutally frank, they were they were very, very lucky to be only four points down. Because Trump Trump Bradford played most of the hurling in in, 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 in in the first half and undone it by shooting nine wides. Now had two or three of those gone over, um you, you were looking at a six or a seven point lead at half time, which would have made um, St. Kieran's um, challenge all the greater. And I'm not saying for one minute that, that, that they wouldn't have risen to it. Now, they came out after half time and they, they got the perfect start, Jack. Anthony Mullino came on as a sub at half time. He had a point over the bar within a minute of, of coming on. Uh, a minute later, Dara Tracy hit a monstrous point from out on the right over the bar. And suddenly, within two minutes of the restart, all sorts of doubts had to be creeping into Drum Broadford because here was their four-point cushion, now reduced to two. And suddenly, the momentum was with, with St. Kieran's. And, you know, the patience of St. Kieran's, um, you know, was something to be admired. And um, how, how they transformed that two-point deficit, which was now a two-point deficit, into a four-point, into a two-point lead. Um, they, they they were pressing and pressing, forced 265s. Ian Mackesee stepped up to them, banged them over the bar, one after another. They got two long-range frees. Killian Ambrose, the goalkeeper, came out, banged them over the bar. Now, that is in contrast with Drum, who missed a couple of scoreable frees, what I thought were a couple of scoreable frees in the first half. And here, here were... Here were St. Kieran's absolutely maximizing um, everything that came their way, every opportunity that came their way. They're restricted. They, they, they enjoyed such a level of, 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 of 
superiority and mastery, Jack, in the, the second half, that they restricted from Bradford to two points. Two points from Freeze in, I think, the 52nd and 53rd or 52nd and 54th minutes. But, like, from the midway point of the half, once they hit the front, there wasn't any doubt, in my opinion, Jack, as to who were going to be the county junior A-holding champions of 2022. And, um, uh, the, you know, the type of forum that I saw in the semi-final, uh, which I thought was a consummate performance right through, and actually, you, you know, um, the, the final scoreline in the semi-final, Jack, and this, this is this is what, 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 um, uh, it, it, something that struck me was it didn't reflect, it didn't reflect the superiority they enjoyed that day, because um, Paddy Heaven, who was in goals for Kilidi that day, made absolutely two stunning saves from Owen McInerney, and and um, you know, in normal circumstances. They, they would have gone in the net and they would have gone in the net at a stage like um, where, where you know, it could have opened the floodgates. But um, in the second half, I, I saw that the, the St. that I saw in the semi-final, I saw the St. that I thought were measurably better than the St. we saw in last year's final. And I think that they're, 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 they're worthy, worthy winners. And just just as a little aside, and I mentioned it last week, and um, in, in 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 the context of the county senior hurling final and the excellent speech that was delivered, acceptance speech that was delivered by William O'Donoghue. Full marks to Ian Mackesy, um, Jack. He gave an absolutely excellent acceptance speech, an all inclusive, um, excellent um, acceptance speech, and. He was the captain, and he's the captain. This is his second year as the captain. And suddenly, when when leadership was called for in that second half, he was to the fore among others. Yeah, I, look, as I said, um, I thought the team that I saw against Caroline in the final last year, the team that we played in the first round this year, was chalk and cheese, and they've continued in that vein, um, you know, and thoroughly deserving. Of their victory, and again, an example of a team that lose a final and rebound. It's not that easy, but Kieran's did it. Um, they have a month of well, chance. Just talking to the the Kieran's, um, just talking to the Kieran's connections afterwards, and ta- talking to Ian Mackesy, like, and they outlined to, to me like that that it was slow progress to get back uh, to where they got last Saturday. It was incremental progress over possibly three or four years, and. Um, like certainly, um, I, I can vouch for, we'll say, 19, 2019 or 2020, but I can vouch for tw- the difference between 2021 and 2022. There was measurable, measurable progress. And um, uh, as I said, it didn't manifest itself until the second half, Jack. Um, but in the second half, in my opinion, they did enough to be crowned champions. Yeah, and that's St. Kieran's Junior Horn Championships. They'll play the banner. In Munster the weekend after this, um, obviously talking about Munster, we mentioned briefly there, but Castlemahan are in action this weekend against Shamrocks of um, Waterford. They'll have home advantage. It's on in Coolieroo this Saturday at a quarter past one. Look, it's it's hard when you're going into a Munster Championship, Matt. Um, you don't know much about the other teams. Obviously, Castlemahan will have celebrated their win last Sunday, and rightly so. Um, you know, 
it, it's going to be hard to call. But Munster's football record is poor at best. But one shining light is against Watford teams, Limerick have been able to get the upper hand a lot of times. And that's will be the hope for firstly Castamahan and also Napirshig, who play Rowan Moore um, at the same time uh, this Saturday. But firstly with Castamahan against Shamrocks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one first. And um, uh, notionally, at least, um, um, competing in the Munster Junior Club's football championship is not new to Castlemahan. And not new to Napierschik either. And I'll come back to that in a minute. But I'll take Castlemahan first. I think it was 2013 when they last won the Junior A Championship. They, were, um, they competed in the Munster Championship. Now, I saw, two, I saw two of their games. I couldn't see the third one because they got a walkover from the Tipperary champions in the first round. And um, then in, in, in the second round, they, they, they met Cool Mean from Clare um, in Coolie and had a good win. And that qualified to take him to Mallow for the county final against the Kerry champions, Keel, where they were beaten by 14 points to four, Jack. Um, on a day when, when the final score... Um, um, and, and I have argued this consistently since and noted it consistently since. When the final scoreline and the, and, the, and the final difference between the sides on the scoreboard was in serious injustice to the performance that that, um, that Kesselmahan put up in that final. It was, there was no way it was a 10-point game. There was no way it was anything like it. If, if Kesselmahan made a mistake and it's a decade ago now, it was that they accorded too much respect to the Kerry champions. And um, so that, that there'll be a number of players um, uh, in, in, in the Castlemahan team who, who will have been through this campaign. And you're right, Jack. It, it, it is very, very difficult um, to, to compare county versus county. Like the, 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 the main thing that we can, we can um, um, cling on to is that that Limerick teams in 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 the football competitions have a have a good record over um, have a good record over water teams. So I know very 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 little about their opponents, Shamrocks. So you know, um, just hoping that Nestle Mahan will 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 win it. Yeah, that is look as we said that's all you can hope for, Munster. And there is loads of factors like. Weather is getting worse. Um, the twins, like Castleman, only have six days preparing. Again, they'll have had celebrations. They'll have enjoyed it. So, you know, they could be not as well prepared as they were for the county final, we'll say. Um, Napierschig and Rowan Moore, then at the same time, Quadvis won in Kilmallock. Both games are being streamed live by Munster J if you can't make them. Um, Napierschig, you know, have barring this year have been a senior team in Limerick for seven or eight years. You know, they've they'll have a lot of experience playing against good teams. Um Ron Moore, I'm not sure too much about them, but won't have that same experience. Um but from what I saw from the Pierschig in a Skeeton, they certainly have the capabilities to go deep into into Munster and they were obviously there um was it fourteen or fifteen when they beat Sennens in the final. So they have Relative recent experience, but they are a young teams, so there probably won't be much turnover. But again, you're you're waiting to well, see. Well, there are teams. two more key players that will be turned over, all right. But um, uh, you're right in that semi final. There is in the semi final ten years ago, or whenever it was nine or ten years ago, 
Um, they had one almighty battle with Bally Rovers from Cork in the Gaelic grounds, and they eventually went down by three points from 10 to 1-7. Um, Bally Rovers subsequently lost the, 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 the Munster final by just two points, so Napierschik were there or thereabouts. Right at the start of this year's campaign, Jack, I, I think if you even play back or force them, when we were looking at this particular championship from the outset, um, I think we, 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 we certainly changed... Um, uh, or we certainly mentioned that 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 Napierschik were going to be formidable and really in with a with a shout of um of getting back at the first attempt. I I altered my 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 um my thoughts on that as the campaign went on only because um and I'm I'm not going to say this anymore on this medium um over the way that their that their group turned out um due to play five matches. Got to play three, which was a scandal, and I, I, I think um, I thought they were ill-equipped going in against Mungret. I favoured Mungret, and I favoured Drum Bradford in the final for the same reason that I, I thought that they would have had more competitive action, and uh, having come through a full-blooded group stage, but the Pearson confounded us in all those, and. Um, I think they're in with a right chance. Now, these are these are two uh, city hurling clubs that are in opposition. One more are in are in 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 from Waterford City, and of course, and um, as a hurling entity, I think they've won two counties, something like back in 1969 and 1970. Um, well, if it wasn't you, you for Gunner, they're always they're always knocking around. They're living in the shadows of Mount Sinai and Gunner, you know, when you're yeah, down there they... in Waterford City, and. Um, yeah, but you know, I found it very, very hard to 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 locate any um, um, involvement that they had in football at Munster level. So it's 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 breaking new ground for Ron Moore. But I'd be very, very hopeful, like um, like Castleman Jack, that 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 um, that Napierschik will get over the line in this one. Yeah, look again, you have to be hopeful that the, the teams will come through. But the best look, you know, it's it's not easy to get there, and you know they've. Every start of the year, every team will be looking to win their own um club championship, and that's what they've done already. So Munster is a bonus. So the best look to Napierschig and yeah. Castleman this weekend. I actually, um, I actually made a mistake there. Um, it was Napierschig that got the first round, or the the boy, or the walk over the first round from from um um the temporary champions. Um, yeah. From Bradford, I actually saw the three Fiona games that year. Fiona, they they went to the rag in the opening round and and um, beat from an inch from an inch team that included Seamus Callanan and beat him by a single point there, and um, then came back to Cooley Rue, beat Cool Cool Mean from Clare, and then played Keel from Kerry in 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 the Munster final. My apologies for that slip, but I just got age check. And the, when the you, wires get the wires get crossed, you know. When you have that much information, there is going to be some sort of a some sort of a mix up. So I think that's that's okay. There's no worries there. You can smile, Jack, as I stand corrected, but I corrected myself. Yeah. Um we have we have a Munster Camogie final this weekend to look forward to, Matt. Um before we get into that, I suppose we had two ladies football finals um last Saturday and Sunday that didn't end well for Limerick teams. It was disappointing for both Ula and Mona Gay. Um, 
would start with Mona Gay, who were who were coming into the game after losing last year's final, and last year, you know, it was kind of a late surge from Castle Island Desmonds that turned the game. And this year, you know, it just started well, got the open two scores, but slowly but surely, Mullinahon crept back into the game and, and two goals proved to be the difference, two first-half goals. Um, just very disappointing for Mona Gay to have rebounded like that to get back to the Munster final and to lose successive provincial finals is very difficult to take for the West Limerick side. Yeah, um, Jack, I would say that, you know, and I, I'll explain that there were two weird outcomes. Um, okay. You know, Mulnahon um, scampered out of Mallow on, on, on Sunday, crowned Munster Intermediate Champions after scoring one point from Clay in the final. You know, that, that indisputable fact. Um, and, you know, they, they, they were hit with a late blast last year by Castle Island Desmonds. They were hit with a late blast this year before half time. Um, and, um, like, time was on Monaghan's side, but the elements were against them in the second half, and they did quite well in the second half. But they, they, they had raced into a four points to one lead at one stage. So, um, uh, it, 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 it's an awful disappointing result for them. Um, because I'm told I didn't see the game now, but I had somebody there, and that on the balance of play, like um, it was Monaghan's game all day, all day to win, um, and that they, that they did enough to do it, except that they didn't reflect their superiority on the scoreboard. And Jack, that 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 is something I suppose that has dogged Limerick teams in the past, you know, and I just. Just wish that these teams going out would take that cue from the Limerick senior hurling team and convert superiority out of the field onto the scoreboard. And therein lies the problem. Hugely disappointing result um, for Monaghan, but it doesn't take from them. But they're, they're, they're still a very good side, Jack. Still a very, very good side. And, um, you know, I, I, I think, if anything, it will probably steal their resolve to come back next year and make it, you know, make it third time lucky. Um, they they will they will they 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 will not they will not lack targets and I, I suppose we'll get the usual cliches one game at a time and all that sort of thing but I think there will be an overarching target um, in in Monaghan the coming year and that will be clean around Limerick first of all and hopefully make it third time looking in Munster because I think it's their destiny to win a provincial championship. Like they've they've been so near it two years, it's just been heartbreak. But um, you know, fair play to Mon Monahone if you can do it. You know, that that's a kind of a Houdini job, you know. Um uh, come to a monster final, uh, score one point from play and win it. Well done. Tell me the yeah. formula. I suppose for Monaghan, it's they outscored them seven scores to six, but it was the goals again, like Castle Island doesn't last year. One five to seven, I think it finished. It was the goal that won the game, and this year it was goals again. But for Monaghan, motivation like it will be high for next year. But similarly for the likes of Bell Landers and Elbys, they'll be thinking if we can get out of Limerick that we're, you know, they're competing with Monaghan and Limerick that they can compete for Munster Championship. But that's that's way down the line. But overall, disappointment for Monaghan. But again, got the main job done, which is Limerick, um, and they can. 
I, I saw them. They were they were with the the footballers on Monday afternoon. No great achievement for the parish to have both senior football titles there. Um, they'll be hoping that Newcastle can go on one better than uh, last year. But for Newcastle to win back to back Limericks to get them once final last year, Monaghan to win back to back in Limerick and get two months of finals. There's a lot of good work being done in football and a lot of crossover between two teams in Monaghan and Newcastle West. But Onto Ula and then. The, the, possibly the entire management team nearly. Um uh, Monaghan management team is, is 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 Newcastle West because you've you've Martin O'Sullivan, um you, you you've got Joe Lee, you've got Mike Quilligan, James E. Kelly, you know, all all Newcastle Westmen. There's great crossover there, you know. And it wasn't the ideal start for the lads for for the for Sunday um to start with that kind of a defeat, but you know, they got some consolation as the day went on when, yeah, they when, they, when, they, when they won the football, you know. Um, similarly, for Ula, um, disappointing um, evening in Mallow on Saturday. They were beaten by Neva Vaughan, um, seven points to five. You know, again, really close margin, low scoring encounter, probably could have went either way. For Ula, to be fair to them, to, to reach a Munster final would have been a huge achievement. You know, getting over the intermediate, getting out of the intermediate grade would have been a huge thing for them after being so close for so many years. When you get to final, all you want to do is to win and to come up short by, by two points, you know, in a low-scoring game. It could have went either way. And unfortunately for, for Ula, it went away at the Cork side. I watched that game, this game back, Jack, and I was shocked at it. It was shocking. It was a shocking bad game, um, a defensive game, mainly brought about by Navon. Um, Ula got off to a very very good start, had three points on the board, and had four of their five points got by the end of the first quarter, and only got one point after that, because for an awful lot of the game there was thirteen or fourteen um, Navon players behind the ball, and. Um, like the path to the path to their goal, like was just it just didn't exist. And but full credit to their defence, you know, they got pounded for a long, long time. The sides were level at half time. Ula turned over playing against the wind, and but they pounded, um, they pounded Navon for for long, long periods. Um, but credit to the Cork sides' defence, like they 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 might have a head of pack defence, but they certainly didn't concede freeze. Are certainly scorable freeze, and um, it, it was a disappointing game from that point of view. They were depending on the break and really didn't clinch it until the hour mark when it was for six points to five with sixty minutes on the clock, and um, they 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 got what proved to be the the seal, the deal, they doubled the lead on the hour, and and um, that that finished it, that clinched it. But um, a game to forget, Jack. Um, uh, very, very disappointed for Ula. They gave it everything, now in fairness to them. And they really, really, as I say, for good periods of the second half, they pounded and pounded that never won goal. But, they, they, you know, they, uh, there was there was no way through. But as a spectacle for the supporter, you know, not very good value, I would say. Yeah, I suppose from a different point of view, you can only mind how a team plays if they can get the job done, but unfortunately, a bad game is compounded by a bad result for Ula. But again, congratulations to both Ula and Monaghan for winning their respective county titles. They'll probably meet each other next year in the Limerick Championship, but um, 
that the, the winter would have made a lot shorter and sweeter with a monster title to bring home. But that's what Adair will be hoping for this weekend, this Saturday, when they play um, in their Munster Komogi Intermediate Final. I suppose Adair, again, they were in a junior last year, which is it's hard to it's hard to envisage that they were they were junior so recently. But Bricky Rovers will provide the opposition um, this Saturday at two o'clock in Sean Tracy's GA in Tipperary. But for Adair, they they only over, overcame their semi final over the weekend, beat Tulla. Um, two way to nine seemed like a a real back and forth contest, but two goals from the Gilded Lands. Annie and Poppy seemed to, to swing the tide for Adair. But first and foremost, the, their win over Tulla should give them great confidence, Matt, going into the final. It will, it will, Jack. And, um, you know, their their win in, in the intermediate this year certainly wasn't a surprise to me who had seen him playing junior last year. And I think we again we flagged it at the outset of, of, um, of, of that particular championship that they, they you know that, that they were going to be contenders and they certainly built on the junior title last year and won a good county final against Crockett Finney because stakes were very high, very, very close neighbours. Um a lot of the the the, the Finney girls play ladies football with with uh, it, it, with um, Adair. It was akin almost to the Belleville Gales derby that you spoke about last week. Um a uh, huge crossover and conditions at the day of the county final, Jack, were appalling. Appalling. It it it, it was on at the same time as the Kilmallock um Dune County Senior Hurling semi final. We know the conditions that that those those two sides had to contend with. The girls of Abadair and Crockett Finney had to similarly had 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 to contend with those conditions, and and rose above it and and delivered a very very interesting game and um. um that, that, you know, that, that, that's huge momentum with it there, Jack. There has to be. You win your county junior championship. You back it up with a, a county intermediate championship. You travel into enemy, in enemy territory when you go to Tulla, you know, and you dig out a good semi-final victory. Um, you know, all those pointers are in the right direction. And there certainly will be, you know, there will be no lack of confidence at all in it there. And, the game is on in Kilcommon, Jack, on Saturday at 2 o'clock. It was originally fixed for Mallow at 12 noon, but it's now in Kilcommon. Sean Tracy Park in Kil- Sean Tracy's GA club in, in, in um, Kilcommon. And, um, yeah, I'd be very hopeful now. I, you know, I was following, trying to follow and trying to explore what, what Ricky Rangers are all about, but, um, I know they had a home semi-final win over Killard from Kerry. Uh, had a, had an impressive win. They had an impressive win in the county championship in Waterford as well. I think that something like two forty, two twelve or two fourteen to two two over Lismore in, in 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 their county final. They have one um, player who has um, uh, played with the county squad, um, Aileen Gallagher. Um, other, other than that, information on a Miss Scanty, and I suppose. Um, that's the way they want it to be in Limerick at the moment. Um, but, you know, you, you look at the Adair and you see some of the personalities in the Adair team and you need to look beyond all-star nominee Quiva Costello. Um, you, you, you look at Sophie O'Callaghan, Grace McNamara, Ashling Connolly, you know, they and they, 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 these are backbone players who are literally playing straight down the middle. And, um, uh, you know, you know, they... 
Um, they're providing the leadership and the young players are responding. And that's what I saw in last year's county junior final. I saw it in this year's intermediate final. And obviously it, it was the same in Tulla um, in, in the Munster semi-final. I'm, I'm more than hopeful that Adair will, 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 will get the job finished on Sunday, Jack. And sorry, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon, yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned those players there. I've obviously was away. Just looking at the tweets, it seemed to be an awful lot of the defensive work done by Sophie Callaghan and then at the other end, Quiva Costello. When you have those players, and there's a lot of good players outside that, like Stigleton Nans and Lauren Ryan, and, the, and these players, you know, okay. play their part as well. They have a really good squad, and you mentioned it. Yeah, you saw and, and, junior. Another young player, again, very, very good player. So, you know, they, 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 um, it's very easy to bring on good young players, Jack, when you have that wealth of experience. Um, to lead them, and um, like the 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 quartet of girls that I mentioned, um, never seem to fail to deliver, which is which is hugely important and which is a huge plus for a day. Jack, I'd be pretty confident um, that that um, uh, we we could be singing the praises of a day as monster champions when we speak in seven days' time. And by the way, if they win. They have a trip to London for the All Ireland quarter final against Tara Gales. There's your there's a motivation if if Munster was enough for you. Um a team holiday I, I know is welcome by everyone. But the best look to there this Saturday against Brickery. Sorry? Would you be tempted to go to it? If I'm not in Paris, I'll go all right, yeah. Um I'd, I'd happily go to, to support any team. If it's if it's all in London, we went to London to see the footballers a few years ago, so there could be another another trip in order. But it would be nice to just to have a Munster champion because, unfortunately, Mona Gay and Ula just fell at the last hurdle. We don't know how the, the men's sides will get on in their respective Munster campaigns to kick off this weekend. Would, look, it'd, be, it'd be beautiful to have you know a, a Munster champion come back to Limerick after so many near misses, even Mona Gay last year and Kilmallock last year. We've had a lot of heartbreak in Munster finals, club finals especially. Um Two teams that Adair could possibly face next year in the Limerick Championship will meet this weekend in the Limerick Senior Camogie Final. And it's taken a long time to get here, to get to a final, Matt. But we do have a final. Um, Ahan versus Khalidi. Both came through relatively unscathed um, from their semi-finals. Ahan, big winners over Granabell and Gary, 3-15 to 7. Khalidi beat Brough, 120 to 1-5. If anything, there are two teams that know where the target is anyway, Matt, you know, judging by their, their semi-final scores. Yeah, and um, for Khalidi, of course, it's a third, a third final in a row. And it's a first since 2018, I think, um, when they won their 12th or 13th title, of course. At one stage down through the years, <clears throat> Ahan won seven in a row. Yeah. Um um, it must be what is it about a hand like they I don't know how many hurling titles they won in a row um in 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 the thirties but I can tell you that they won four or five senior football titles in a row also in the in 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 the thirties did you know that Jack no that they used to, well I can tell you it's a fact they won four or five in a row and, and they were dual champions for a number of years for three four five years maybe. Um, but basically the same players. Mick Mackey was a very good footballer, by all accounts. But um, <clears throat> yeah, look, the, the the first thing is there's a palpable sense of belief, Jack, 
with all that has gone on, and look, we're not going to get into that, um, that there is a final. And you're right when you're in your in your brief analysis there when you say, um, like they have they, both teams basically have reached the final unscathed practically. Um, they, they 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 they've lost one game between them, and that was when they met in the first round. Um, a hand had a two point victory in in Mackey Park. So that that's the only glove that was laid on either side on on the, on the way to the final. Now, there, there, there was a considerable distance, Jack, between um, uh, when they had last played and, and when the semifinals came around. And you, you, you can have nothing but admiration for the manner in which they adapted to the semifinals. But, of course, it, it was the same for their opponents. They had just as, as long. Um, but um, they were very, very convincing winners in both semifinals. Uh, like you gave the scores there, 315 to 7 points was the uh, hand margin. and over over one of the great camogie clubs, not only of of, of Limerick, um, but of Ireland, um, and Gary, All Ireland champions on a couple of occasions, and um, Kilidi, I think, sent out a message. Um, if we thought they were going away after losing last year's final and after losing four or five players from last year's team, a couple of including Anya Cunningham, who and her sister Emma, who have immigrated to Australia, um. Uh, we, uh, you know, we got our answer that they weren't going anywhere with a 120 to 15 victory over Brough in Brough on 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 Sunday. Yeah, it's a very very interesting final, Jack. As I said, a palpable sense of relief that there is a final. It's in Paddy Cattle Park in Ballygrenan on on um, Sunday at 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 two o'clock. Um, it it would look as if, um, of course. Hannah have been greatly boosted, Jack, by the return of 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 Neve of Neve Mulcahy. Um, you of know, course. if you get if you get back an All Star, and All Star as recently as twenty nineteen, she got her All Star, richly deserved All Star. Um, it, it it it's a major major boost, and the three Mulcahy sisters, um, um, Neve, um, Judith. Yeah, who's given great service to the county, and and Claire, you know, three huge players, three players that won all Ireland's with Limerick in 2014. Um, uh, the the Judith and Claire formed the left flank of the Limerick defence that day in Croke Park, and um, you know they they, 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 they you, you know when you players like that, actually an interesting um an interesting player uh, in on the on the um, on on the. Uh, hand team is, is Noreen Flanagan. She is the vice captain. She She's a former Tipperary player and her late father, John Flanagan, was a member of the, the um, Tipperary team that won the All-Ireland in 1971. Like there are also the, the Herbert sisters who are the daughters of Kevin, Hel Kevin Herbert who was um, a Hands County winning captain in 1997. So there's a very rich pedigree of of of, um, of sport in 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 the uh, in in the hand squad. So it's going to be make for a very very interesting final. Um, Kilidi have built their own tradition, Jack. They're going for a seven title since 2005, which is pretty 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 good now, and. Um, you know, it's nearly one every other year. 
<coughs> excuse me, but um, um, they are not going to Ballygrand on Sunday to make up numbers. Khalidi don't no, do okay. that. No. Um, they, they, they have a great, great tradition and um, like they, they, they will definitely go to Ballygrand Jack on Sunday as outsiders. You know, but I, I, I think um, I think they will give it a real, real, real shot. Now, the coach that's down there, who I know pretty well, Jim Sullivan, is from Kilshanigan. Corkin has, you know, has has great, has, you know, has a very, very interesting and impressive CB, CV when it comes to preparing teams. Um, um, so um, I, I think this is going to be very close. A hand, you know, slight favourites, uh, probably get a cautious to succeed but do not discount Kilidi. you ignore Kilidi at your peril yeah I know I know Jim well um, Kilchenning manager Castle Magner is home I think is what he, he'd say to you yeah. there but um, sorry Castle yeah. Magner Jim it's Castle yeah. Magner actually yeah well he, yeah. he, he managed Kilchenning to win a county title there not in, in Cork in he, fairness um, he managed managed Shamrock uh, um, Shambellamore and managed them to the All Ireland final and down Kilidi subsequently and Jim has been involved with a number of Cork teams over the years so um, and one and one with with Kalidi not so long ago, you know. So yeah, very, very, very wily individual when it comes down to preparing teams. Yeah, it's it's an intriguing game, Matt. When you when you weigh it up like that, um, if, if he hears you know, me talking about him like that, he'll probably kill me on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, but it is it is really intriguing when you lay it out like that. It you know we're poised for a good game. We have been. We have been lucky with the county finals having recent years. They have been close, you know. Um, we'll have a new champion, but you know, not they were. Kaledi were champions in twenty twenty, and I think it was it was a nineteen, I think, or eighteen, as you said, but a hand lost in nineteen. So a lot of a lot of pedigree there for the, both those teams. But you're cautious siding with a hand. I cautious side. Yeah, they are very cautiously because, like, I, I have seen Kaledi over the years and. You know, in particularly that tradition is of recent origin, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, it, look, it, these games can, can go anyway, but you're just hoping for a good game this Sunday um, in uh, in Valley Grand. But we won't, I won't ask you for prediction. We'll, we'll leave predictions um, for this week. Just last week, you win three from three in your county finals, three for three, including Craig score in Newcastle. Now that did come. After extra time, but you did say a three point win. I said a, a five point win for Kieran, so and I, I went for the, the romantic vote with Fianna Kilmeade. But Castleman were fully deserving of their win. Um, we'll come back to that next week and we'll we'll look at just the, the senior games because that's what we've been focusing all year. So I think it's just it's fair to, to keep what's, it at what's, that. What, what's the score? What's the score between us now, Jack? You're up one, we were level after 15 rounds, but you're up one 67 66. So We'll say we'll keep it going for the duration of Newcastle and the Piercings runs in the senior football and senior hurling. Oh, yeah, we, we, both, we both got right scores actually Saturday afternoon at the weekend. Yeah, no, yours, you never said it'd be after extra time, the Newcastle game, but I gave you the benefit of the Jack, doubt there. Jack, you didn't ask me. <laughs> well, I had said the previous week that the Piercings would be after extra time, but I suppose that's my own foolishness coming, coming to fruition there. but. Yeah, we'll leave the predictions just um, 
just for this a week. Former to... Taoiseach, a former Taoiseach once said in the doll when he was asked why didn't he say such and such a thing, and he said, I was never asked. So I don't want... you, didn't, you didn't ask me, Jack. I don't know, do I want to be <laughs> compared to them? But um, before we, we finish, Matt, just we got confirmation of a fixture, um, and it, it won't take place till the 20th, but we're going to have Napiershig and Bally Gunner again in the Munster semi final, and we'll have we'll have a proper preview next week. But it's a game I think that everyone in Munster would have been looking forward to, and similarly if it, if it was Kilmallock. But Napiershig and Bally Gunner have an awful lot of, of history, and it's one that even though it's so far out and the Napiershig footballers will be out this weekend, it's one that you can just slowly start to look forward to because. You'd imagine whoever comes through this would be favourites to All Ireland with Ballyhale, but Napiershig will really have revenge for 18 on their mind. And similarly, Ballygunner would be thinking they lost two times to, to Napiershig in the Munster Championship not so long ago in 15 and 13. So, really, mouthwatering game ahead of us next weekend. Ah, yeah, sure. Look, it's, 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 it's going to be one of those games like the, the champions will be coming into the den um, uh, in the Gaelic grounds. Um, and, and laying their Munster and All-Ireland um, titles on the line against an Apiercy side that you know, were on top of their game at the moment. And, um, like, ha- have been very active since, you know, Jack Wells, um, the system in Waterford whereby they finished their hurling championship and didn't start their football championship. It means that um, uh, Ballygunner have been relatively inactive. And... Um, we, 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 we know at this time of the year the um, when teams drop out of the championship, there's no inter-county action or any of that sort of thing. It's very, very difficult to get meaningful challenge games. Now, um, they will be relieved to have got the game against Kiru and McDonough's to get the game, first of all, and then to get it, um, to get the win, to, to, to sharpen up after, you know, what's but, but a pretty long layoff. Um don't ask me for a prediction now, Jack. No, well, you, probably, you, said... probably, you, you probably know the answer. I'd say you, you can second guess the second guess the answer with 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 an awful lot of accuracy. So, um, yeah, um, it's it's one we'll that we'll definitely we'll... we'll definitely be looking forward to to next week. Um, just what I I can't wait for personally to get back into Hill of Crowns. We've already been there once this year, so as as many times we get in there the better. But um, first and foremost, the best of luck to Napiershig and Castlemahan in, in Munster this weekend and obviously to Adair in, the, in their Munster final. Um, you know, those are the games we're looking forward to this weekend and whatever comes the following weekend will come. Obviously, we'll have Cairns and Monoline and Napiershig hurlers. But um, I think that's that's it for, for today and for this week, Matt. Um, Thank you, man. I'm, I'm just checking here now. Do we have more silverware oh, arriving to Limerick this afternoon? We, we do, we do, we do. I did I did check that there. I completely forgot about it. Art School Reach um, were crowned Dean Ryan champions earlier today. They beat Turles in a cracking game. Um, 319, um, which is 28 points to 123. Um, 25. So, um, a two point victory 26. Sorry, a two point victory for Ard Skull Reach in the Dean Ryan Cup. Only the third Dean Ryan for Ard Skull, who you know are quickly storming up the leaderboard in, in the Rolls of Honor and Munster. And obviously, they're reigning All Ireland champions, um, in the Crow Cup. But, 
more good work being done by the Limerick School there. Absolutely, and hopefully it'll augur well for the Limerick minor team as well, because I think Ian Ryan is under 16 and a half, isn't it? Which would mean yeah. that, that the top players and that would be available to the Limerick minor selectors in 2023. So, yeah, very, very good and fantastic win. Well done to Art School Rich. Um, of course, they they will be hoping to put the Harty Cup beside them. They sit very well together, the Dean Ryan and Harty Cup, and get on very well together. So um, they, they 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 will be hoping to add it in 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 due course. But um, um, fantastic win. Uh, obviously, I suppose you know when when you talk about um, uh, schools hurling in Munster now at the moment, um, did this this was a battle of the giants, Jack. Um, mm. When you talk about when you talk about art school reach, what they have achieved in recent years, and when you talk about Tulla CBS and what they have achieved over the years, so it it it, it, was, it was a meeting of giants, and um, thankfully the verdict went our way because really Jack, after what we were talking there about the ladies' football and finals and that sort of thing, we really needed a verdict to go our way, and um, hopefully a hand. Will uh, sorry Adair will 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 add another monster, um, more monster silverware for Limerick at the weekend. Yeah, again, and you can congrats. Go, and hopefully you'll be booking the flight to London, Jack. Uh, yeah, well, I might be booked. Maybe we'll go on a, a tree talk tour, so someone else might book it for us. But um, well done. Could, to... we, could we relocate treaty talk to London for one week? I'm sure we could. Uh, we'll we'll discuss it. We'll let it there get over the line first. You want to put too much pressure on, uh, and we can we can talk business then. But uh, well done to Irish Coolreach. Um, you know, commiserations seeing the loss in one's championship over the weekend. Best look to Castleman and Piercing, and especially Adair this weekend. That has been 81 minutes of treaty talk, Matt. A huge thank you to you and to everyone um for tuning in and listening. We'll be in touch soon. Thanks the question much, again, Jack. we get all with what you put in, it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the war court today. No more about them. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there a 